You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Winning, Winning tries. Lamar's odds are interesting. Tim, and let's talk about them. First one up, MVP. Now, we know that Lamar has already done this unanimously, by the way, and I will never let people forget that because only two players have had unanimous MVPs. I think that that is something that you always have to put in the conversation when you mention his MVP that he received in 2019. But Lamar's odds for 2023 MVP are plus 1,600, basically what we gave the Ravens to win the Super Bowl if they had a DeAndre Hopkins. So how do you like Lamar's odds for winning league MVP, Tim? I think it's a good number. Some of the guys ahead of him, Trevor Lawrence, we were mentioning earlier about the Jags kind of being darlings, Justin Herbert, which is interesting, Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, and then Patrick Mahomes to go back to back at plus 700. But Lamar is interesting. And this is a big, big, big year for Lamar Jackson because, you know, there's no excuses now for him. And you go back a couple of years ago, the offensive line, you could have put traffic cones out in front and had the same success. (laughs) And then you go last year where he had zero receivers at all. This year, you return four of your five starters across the offensive line. And I, I expect an even better Ronnie Stanley. This is his first year in multiple years where he hadn't had to worry about rehab. He could just yeah. work out. Uh, J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards, another year removed from their injuries. And both of them in contract years, very motivated. Odell Beckham Jr. didn't play a snap last year. Of course, in a contract year, signing a one-year deal, very motivated. Bateman and Flowers and Andrews and Kohler and like, I mean, this offense is loaded. Oh, and I forgot to mention, Greg Roman isn't here anymore. So, <laughs> you got Todd Munkin, who I'm very excited to see. And at the couple of practices that I've been at during the offseason, it's night and day in how he conducts himself. I think Lamar Jackson's going to have a very big year. And if you, I I like that number Um, and he needs to, and he doesn't have the contract anymore. And I don't care what he says or what, and you're 25 years old. You're thinking about that. That is on your mind. It was kind of that dark cloud where every single press conference until that self-imposed week one deadline, we're asking contract, contract, that wears on someone. He's only, human and with Lamar you know this is I'm going to use the word consistency now with with uh him in 2023 September 
in 2021 and 2022, he was the best player in football. He was the early MVP candidate both of those years in September. And then his play tailed off a good bit before getting hurt. So yeah. now it's about stringing together that full year. And given the surrounding cast, I think he can. I agree with you. I, I do think that Lamar has to work on his consistency um, because that's not new. I mean, the past two years, he's definitely done that where he's had really strong starts and he's had mediocre finishes. And, and by mediocre, I'm including the fact that he wasn't able to finish those seasons. And as we already mentioned, you know, the Ravens schedule really doesn't allow them to slack up in the second half. They really have to bring it on even more in the second half due to the way that the schedule is, is constructed. So they really have to find a way to keep Lamar consistent from what he's done in early halves of the seasons to later halves of the seasons. And he also has to find a way to continue to stay healthy, which he's not been able to do. But I do think that if he is able to stay healthy, it will give him an opportunity to be more consistent in this new offense with Todd Munkin, with the new players that he received, and with the guys that you've already mentioned are now fighting for new contracts like a J.K. Dobbins, like a Gus Edwards, because, you know, we know that in contract years, guys typically step it up because they want to get paid the big bucks. So it will be interesting to see. I do think that, you know, he can have an opportunity as good as anybody to um win that MVP. You mentioned guys like Justin Herbert and and I'm I'm I like Justin Herbert a lot. I do. Yeah, I just I know don't know why we continue to have these conversations and he's yet to do anything for to make us say, okay, he's the guy. You know, do we think that he has the tools to be the guy? Sure, but we know that Lamar has done this already. So Lamar should already be ahead of some people just off the strength of he's been here, he's done this already. I, I, that's where I stand with that. Um, but I'm good with the odds because I do understand that there's guys that uh, are potentially going to be ahead of him. You could probably say Aaron Rodgers now. He has offensive weapons in New York. Patrick Mahomes is going to be Patrick Mahomes, particularly as long as Travis Kelsey is there. So I can understand how people – um, would have some guys ahead of Lamar, but some of these guys, I'm like, all right, come on, man. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. <laughs> you got you to be kidding me. There's another one that he could potentially uh, be up for, and that would be Offensive Player of the Year. Now, um, usually we see that going to a different type of skill player, like a running back or, you know, wide receiver tight end. But, hey, you know, can see this happening. Lamar is plus 2,200 in favor of winning the Opoi Award. What you think, Tim? Doesn't it seem like, though, Rita, and you, you sort of alluded to it, where MVP is the best quarterback award and yes. Offensive Player of the Year is usually the best non-offensive player <laughs> in, in football skill position, of course, where, you know, doesn't offensive – player of the year scream like a Justin Jefferson hypothetically like it, right. it, it's 
seems like that award really skews in that direction. It, it doesn't typically happen where a quarterback wins that. I mean, heck, I, I couldn't even tell you not to put either of us on the spot, but I am because you did it to me already, Rita. <laughs> won offensive player of the year in 2019. I, I couldn't even tell you when Lamar was a unanimous MVP because theoretically – <laughs> wouldn't Lamar be the offensive player of the year if he was I mean I would have thought that he would have won both I don't think that he did uh, but yeah it, it would have made more sense for him to win if he's going to win a unanimous MVP then why not win offensive player because you oh, know I, I pulled it Rita you want to take a guess this is a flashback here <laughs> even though it's four years Derek Henry Michael Thomas everybody really Yes, Michael Thomas. I definitely didn't see that one. Um, yeah. I, I would have picked. I would have probably picked. Yeah, Henry, because you know probably. I just remember him having a great season. Um, but ultimately, yeah, you would think that if he's going to win that, he's going to win Opoy. But ultimately, it, it it boils down to the fact that, like you said, MVP is now essentially for quarterbacks. And then now they have to create these offensive and defensive players to give someone else some shine because this is a quarterback-driven league. So very – I don't know when the next time will be that we'll see um, a non-quarterback a win MVP and thus how we receive this. Now, that being said, I don't know if we'll see a quarterback win offensive player of the year, you know. But I think that if, if Lamar doesn't win MVP – but he's played at a high level because Lamar does so many things. He can, you know, run, he can pass. He does a lot of things dynamically that other quarterbacks can't do. I can see him potentially being for the running. I think the reason why the odds are so high is because the fact that quarterbacks typically don't win that, that specific category, which makes it hard to say Lamar could win that. But I think that, you have to have that conversation if Lamar is the second best, you know, offensive player on the field, like, you know, yeah, if he's, like he was in 2019, although he was the best in 2019. Yeah, last time it happened was Patrick Mahomes in 2018, and that's when he swept because that was he was MVP that year. That was Mahomes coming out of nowhere. But it is interesting. And when Michael Thomas won Offensive Player of the Year in 2019, he had 149 catches that broke Marvin Harrison's catch record, but still yeah. it, it is it, personally, if I'm using my money, which I don't have a ton of Rita, I'm not going <laughs> to place money on a quarterback for offensive player of the year, much like MVP. I don't know if I would place money on a non quarterback, right? $5. You got $5. Five, Go five All right. Five. I mean, for 22 to one, you know, yeah, you know, five dollars. Go ahead and put, you know, your some slurpy money on it, and, and you could be able, you could be able to do it. All right, there's one more that he could potentially win, and that would be comeback player of the year. Now we know that Lamar uh, is was missed some time um, the last two years. We we all know that uh, another player that could potentially get comeback player of the year would be Odell Beckham Jr. Because as you mentioned, Tim, he has missed a whole year due to that uh, knee injury that he had in the Super Bowl in which the Rams won. So uh, Lamar is a 25 uh, plus 2,500 fa uh, favorite and Odell is plus 5,000 favorite. What do you think about those odds? So, 
it's kind of funny Odell when you see the plus 5,000 that jumps out to you immediately thinking like all right we know Odell we know the star power that he has if DeMar Hamlin isn't a factor in this equation I would put a lot of money down on Odell Beckham Jr but the reality is and rightfully so DeMar Hamlin even playing a single football game this year wins him comeback play of the year I mean, he's minus odds. I think it was minus 500. Like, <laughs> again, I'm not. He's already one of the favorites, basically. What was that? He's already one of the favorites, basically, yeah, to win. Yeah, that favorite. yeah, exactly. So I, Odell screams out to me. If Hamlin wasn't a factor, I would absolutely bet Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I, I, you know, um, Sometimes sports is politics. And in this case, you know, like you said, DeMar Hamlin even playing a snap after what we watched happen um, is enough for a lot of people and would be, you know, enough to say he's my comeback player of the year because I never thought that he would play football again, let alone literally the season after, you know, such a horrible incident happened on the field. So I agree with you. I think that, you know, DeMar probably wins this. But my thing is, is that I might put $5 down. You know, I, I ain't missing out $5. I could put yeah. $5 down on Lamar. I could put $5 down on Odell. And if I cash out on one of them, I'm going to cash out. You know, nope. now it's probably a waste of money because it probably is going to go to Hamlin automatically. But if one of those guys plays at such an exceptional level that you can't ignore their comeback. I feel like the now there's a conversation that could be had, which potentially means more money for you. Sure. I mean, it goes, it goes back to the conversation that we were just having about Lamar Jackson. If he does perform at that level and have that consistency and, and because of all the weapons around him has that, you know, transcendent year. Sure. Then, then it really does factor into the equation, but I think take, you know, a 2019 level, you know, for him to win comeback player of the year in addition to it, considering the, the DeMar Hamlin aspect.